Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Yes, hey, yes, good morning, Penny. Yes, ma'am. How are you, buddy? Doing very well. Oh, I just spent the last week in Portland submerged in loving, incredible energy with Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I'm yeah. just beyond grateful. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, was so yummy. How about you? Uh, doing How are you well. and the boys? We're doing awesome. That's midsummer. We're halfway through it, I guess you should say, and uh, we're doing pretty good. Well, we are moving Morgan the first week of August over to Wazoo. You'd be happy to hear that. I'm very proud. And Goku, <laughs> great choice, great choice. Yes. Yeah, she's excited. We're doing all the college buying stuff and goodies. All right, guys. Well, welcome. Sue Lundquist here, and this is the Gratitude Cafe. And I am beyond excited to be live with you today. And myself and Nadine are taking calls today, and we're going to give you some love, give you some readings, and tap in. Uh, Nadine's going to uh, also tap in for some evidential mediumship. So if you'd like to call, we'd love to hear from you, the phone. And then call in. You're going to probably be in hold for a few minutes because we've got some housekeeping to do. But get in the queue quick, and and Benny will be with you right away. 1-888-298-5569. Again, the 800 number is one 888 Two nine eight five five six nine, and uh, to the locals four two five three seven three five five two seven. Again, the local number four two five three seven three five five two seven. Hi, Nadine. Good morning. How are you, lovely? Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> it feels like it's been forever. It has been forever. I missed you guys. I know. I missed you too. We've got lots going on. Let me do a little bit of housekeeping really quick, and then um, you and I'll t- touch base and get connected here. So I wanted to remind all of you guys of the Craziness Clarity Template for Transformation and the Essence of You program that I created. You can go there, and go there, meaning my website, www.sulunquist.com forward slash C, the number two C. And it's all about you, you know, basically you're shedding old beliefs, old fears um, that can be relationships and experiences that are attached to those old habits and you need self-regulating tools. I created this for my own purpose and for my coaching clients that I work with. And these regulating tools help you sustain that self-love and, and self-care that we all deserve. Um, they're practical real-life tools, and they are changing lives. And I highly suggest that you jump on there and go check it out. It's at sulanquist.com C2C. I am also going to be traveling to Florence, Italy. We are doing a Essence of You program in Florence, Italy. If that's something you want to go hang out with me in Florence, Italy, it sounds so sexy, doesn't it? Oh, go shopping, eat good food, be productive, relax, all of that. I would love to hear from you. Um, there's more information coming your way. And I guess that's really it. Other than 
Nadine, I really got to talk about the this past week that I've been submerged with Dr. Joe. I mean, you know, I, I absolutely love the work that he's doing and the people and the community that we're creating. And it's just absolutely, I'm so proud of my team, all the teams. I'm so proud of everybody, you know, whether it's my team, the, my, the participants, you know, my little chickies, everybody. I'm just so, so blessed and in love with with everybody. <laughs> uh, what has been going on with you for the last couple of weeks, Miss Nadine? Well, <laughs> I've been enjoying the sunshine quite a bit, trying to get outside as much as possible. Um, as you know, I had a trip to Vancouver. Uh-huh. Oh, and that was so nice. I missed it so much. And yeah. it was good. To, it was good to be in Van City. I did a ton of shopping. And a ton of eating. <laughs> I'm, I eat so much sushi, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You're, I think you should move back to Van City. I like oh. how you call it Van City. Vancouver. Because that Vancouver, would be mean you're yeah. closer to me. That means I, I could know, just drive I up in thinking, a couple hours. I know. And I was thinking, I was so, it was a, it was a very, uh, like, house business trip. And, of course, it was the anniversary of uh, my husband's passing. So we mm-hmm. got to to celebrate his life. And, uh, yeah, so I, next time I'm like, I'm going to come up in the fall and I'm going to come down and see you. So, Oh, that would be so cool. You could yeah. come in live to the studio. That would be fun. And we could I get know, some actual so pictures because the last time we tried that, that just didn't work. So, yeah, we'll make that happen. Super exciting, and I've been mostly just doing readings, you know, the usual coming up. Um, a lot that's been coming up uh, for me in my readings, as you know, they have a lot of patterns. Yes. <laughs> a lot of patterns that come up, and uh, mostly it's been about people feeling that they're not living their life purpose. Oh, well, I can help with that. Well, I know exactly, exactly, you know, and always looking, like you said, clarity, Yeah, clarity and how do they tune into that? How do they get clear on that? So, um, absolutely. I've been dropping your name lots and, uh, giving them your information if they need more information on that and how to work through that. (laughs) I am not the expert on that. (laughs) I said, I can tell you what your guides say and what your loved ones say, but... Um, if you want to go further. <laughs> yes, the 3D stuff. Well, you know, bridging yes. both of them together. Yes. Yes, and how to and to do the work, right? To to do the work and how to get clear on that. I am not the expert on that, so I have definitely been passing your name along. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, but yeah, it's funny how things come up in, in <clears throat> patterns like that. It's uh, the way it works. It does. Love patterns. I wonder what we're going to pop into today. I'm always excited to see what callers. And sometimes it, there are no callers. We just sit here and chat and educate, which is totally fine, too. It's so funny because <laughs> my friends lately have been calling me. Every summer this happens. So where I'm from, my small little town, they have garage sales. Do you guys have garage sales down there? Well, we say garage sales. Garage sales. <laughs> Garage sales, yeah. Gra- we have garage sales here. <laughs> and it's like, because we have winter, like it feels 10 months out of the year, it feels like we're in winter. So garage sales season. I, no, you say it how you say it, love. I love garage it. Garage sales love season it. is really busy and fun here. So everyone goes blah, 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 right? But I'm in a small town. So when I go to garage sales, I get recognized 
quite a bit. And then my friends have started calling me the garage sale medium. Oh, (laughs) for heaven's sakes. And it's not, it's so funny. I don't mean to, but then people, they come up to me and they're like, are you that medium? And I'm like, yes. And then all they have to say, I lost my brother. Or, and I'm like, oh, no. Here Here it comes. Yep. And I can't help it, right? It just, it comes through. And uh, so I end up giving readings. (laughs) I love it. I love, I love those, you know, all of a sudden. Those are my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love it. I love it because, you know, spirit is working. Like, spirit lines that all up, right? You know that you're meant to be there and spirit has brought you there and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that when that happens. I can't tell you. And it's so surprising. I'm like, oh, it just went from psychic to evidential medium and the whole energy, everything changes. It sure does. Absolutely. It it sure does. Yeah, it's been it's been a nice summer. Not uh, nothing too crazy, other than tornadoes. Wait, what? Yeah, you... yeah, tornadoes. What? Like where? All that's in in Saskatchewan, where I am. Almost every week, we've been on like a tornado watch. How in the world? I know, and it never it, it was never like that before. But we're so hot and then storming and hot and storming so it's been a pretty wild <laughs> summer that's crazy you guys don't get tornadoes do you uh, no i at least i i haven't seen a tornado in seattle i just benny have you seen a tornado in seattle no I we we're, we're had too- one recently though a small one reported south of us in portland area too so it's the first of its kind Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we have those little, wind, I guess, Benny, we wouldn't call it a tornado. Those little wind um, funnels that happen in eastern Washington, those aren't tornadoes. Those are just little wind Yeah, tunnels. but no, this one actually reached a particular category, and so it then is labeled said tornado rather than one of those wow. windstorms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. All right, well, tornadoes. We're not, we're, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that, but whatever. We're the weather channel now. We're the weather channel. <laughs> I swear to God, you guys, this is really good quality radio. It is new perspective, <laughs> new thoughts, new ideas, and a new you. So, you know what? Um, something's popping for me, and I think we need to talk about discernment. Yes. We need to have a conversation about discernment and the difference between um, psychic ability and evidential mediumship. And the discernment, you and I have talked about this, and this was something that was really powerful for me and I think um, is very powerful. And I, I, I know it's very powerful for others that are listening, that are awakening and um, shedding all their old beliefs and stuff. And then their their frequency and their energy is expanding, which means that opens them up to a different level of communication, that level of communication. Then you need to be able to discern if it's, you know, something coming from you from the past, like an old limiting belief or a trigger versus uh, truly getting a reading from any of your clairs from the animal or the human that's in front of you. And I love the example that I use. Um, I was giving a healing for, it was a black lab, actually a neighbor. And I just offered how to love. And I said, I'll come over in the morning and you know, that mental check when you have kids and they're crying and really don't know how to pacify them, but you go through that mental checklist. Okay. Diaper clean. They're fed, they're, ha- you know, whatever it is that you do that mental checklist. I was that morning, I had done, you know, I'd gone for my run and I'd done all my stuff and ate. 
Um, and then I'm driving over to the neighbor's house and I got so nauseated and so sick. And I'm like, oh my God, did I eat something wrong? And I just kind of tapped him like I did my mental checklist. I'm like, no, nope, I didn't. And as soon as I walked into the house where the black lab was, I started having a conversation with the owner and she said, oh, yeah, he's been up vomiting and diarrhea and been sick all night. So that was my discernment. I have my my 3D tools checking in with my body. But then I also was tapping into his and I was like, oh, OK, we're sharing the energy. I'm tapped into him. But it was also a validation that I got my discernment correctly. Do you have any crazy analogies or crazy examples like that? A story of my life. No. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You've got to have so much discernment because you're like, wait a minute. Was that me? Or did I just pick that up? In oh, yeah. All the time. We have to always, always check in. Mm. And, um, I've been spending a lot of time with my sisters who are also psychic mediums as well. <laughs> and it's pretty funny because we're always like, do you feel that? Or are you feeling that? You know, did like, you yeah, hear that? It. Or, yeah. you know, when, well, when one hurts, like every time I'm around, uh, my sisters, if they have any kind of a pain or an ache or anything, I pick it up right away. Like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, does your knee hurt today? And they're like, yeah, my knee really hurts. I'm like, yep, I knew it. <laughs> you know, and that happens. And that's, a, that's another reason why, um, it's even tougher when, when, uh, when you're an empath or a psychic medium and you're in a big crowd then mm. you're feeling all these feelings and it's harder for discernment because you're not quite sure where it's coming from or, you know, but like you said, we do the checklist. Okay. Is it me? Or is this coming from somewhere else? Um, but it happens a lot with me. Like, um, for example, if someone is nervous about having a reading, I will get really nervous about giving it. Like, so be prior to the reading, I'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'll get anxiety and I'll be like, I don't know if I should do this reading. You know, I'll get that kind of feeling. And every time they come in, it's because they were scared. Or if I ever have a feeling of canceling. I need, or I need to change it, like change the reading date. Sure enough, they'll call and they'll move the date or something. So I have to really uh, check in with that a lot. That happens a lot. So, Okay, help me out here, baby. When you were talking, my ears started ringing. And it, oh, felt like, yeah. it felt like your dad was coming through. And he started showing me soft serve ice cream and a fair. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, number one, I'm obsessed with ice cream. I could live on it. <laughs> and I've have been you, eating it every have you day. Been eating? Yes. Oh, my God. Your dad is right there. That is hilarious. Yeah, I just had soft serve ice cream last night. Oh, my God. Yay. And, and our fair is coming up here in town. Oh, That's my God. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was on it. Wow. On it. That's so on cool. It. That is That's so super cool. cool. And he's been around like so much this summer. Like all the time he's been in my dreams. So that's pretty oh. cool. That's well, thing. he's with you. you. Yeah. That's super Daddy's cool. there. Yeah. yeah. I love being able to do that for you too. Because it's completely out of your realm without your sisters or anything. Thing like that right so I can I love being able to do that so he's right there that, thank you so much and for you I'm not sure why this is coming up because yeah okay talking, I kept seeing a great big cross like a cross coming through like vibrating and like this huge cross so I'm not sure if you got a cross recently or what that has to do with anything 
but I just I, keep seeing this great big cross. Mm, I'm going to have to look up that meeting, a vibrating cross. Well, I, just, I just came from Dr. Joe Dispenza, and it's massive love and spirituality. Not, not you know, spirituality in the sense of universal love, not, you know, yeah. uh, dogma of that kind. But I don't know. I have no idea. What does well, a vibrating be, cross it, mean? Well, like, it's, like, not vibrating, but it's, like, a big cross in, my, in front of me, but it's got, like, the like the aura around it, like, mm, like, the, yes. like the bright light aura kind of around it. So it, I'm not sure what it means. It could be something that's coming up, something to do with, with crosses or religion or, or maybe crossing a bridge. Yeah. Something who, who knows, who knows, but that's what I keep seeing. Oh, seeing interesting. You. Well, yeah. let me know if anything else comes up. I'll look oh, it I up sure, when I get done. I sure will. I've not. Yeah. <coughs> it's funny how it just pops into your head and you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, spirit is so insistent and repeat. For for example, for example, I'm like, you know, lots of times I give messages out of the blue to my friends or family because they spirit won't leave me alone until yes. I deliver the message. And something like that, it might not ring true for you right now, but it's I still have to give the message. Yes. Right? And it's that whole if it doesn't make sense now, I know, I guarantee it's going to make sense later. Because it, it. Al- because it always does. And the hardest part sometimes about being a psychic or a medium or both is that we don't necessarily get the validation until way later. So, uh, so we can be sitting across from somebody and they're shaking their head, no, no, and, and, you know, it's not making sense to them and, you know, they're recording it or writing it down. And as, you know, as a psychic medium, sometimes you might doubt yourself like in the beginning especially I used to be like oh no like I'm I'm not connecting I'm getting this wrong why is none of this lining up and I'd be like it'll make sense later right yes and and that trust spirit trusting spirit that it'll make sense later 100% of the time it makes sense later so if you're new to readings or you know new to trusting spirit just just trust it yeah (laughs) Just, I promise you, I promise you it'll make sense. And this is a tough job because we don't necessarily get that feedback all the time, right? You know, people have their readings and they think, oh, wow, great. And they tell their friends, oh, this all makes sense. But they're not going to check in with you all the time and be like, listen, everything you said came true. We I don't know. Get, we don't get that all the time, right? So yes, it, it's, um, it's, it's, we, it's a job we have to do um, with blind trust. Yes. Trust in the divine energies. We were uh, a bunch of us team leaders. were having a conversation about raising the collective energy of what's going on in the world and the reunification of collected pockets of people that are coming in to do just that. And there's lots of wind. Are you breathing in the phone again, love? No, or I'm is not that just me? near it. But I think it's a cord- her cordless. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, But us coming together again as a collective energy and having that conversation and having um, that energy and that frequency to raise the vibration and be that example for so many people. And we were talking about how we've all come together again after years and years um, to create this environment with Dr. Joe Dispenza and, and to really raise the collective energy and help people to, I, you know, the language that comes up for me is stay above the line, you know, in love and gratitude and just being that shiny example. And people like yourself, you're, you're the light workers and just keep shining. 
What's your thoughts? Well, absolutely. Because everywhere you go, you have to be the light. You know, everyone's, you know, people, I get this like, oh, you know, people go around, they're like, I always am in confrontation or I find like I'm always fighting with people or I'm in some kind of like always in a confrontation. And I'm like, well, you have to kind of change your vibration. Like you have to, because I have the opposite feeling everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I people are friendly and kind and mm. lo- and mm. loving, right? But you, it, it's kind of that whole, like, if you, you can get out of the wrong side of the bed or you can get on the right side of the bed. And even if I'm grouchy, Sue, like, even if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I don't take that energy to other people. No. No, that no, don't no. Des- they, they don't deserve that. Right, but you know, you've also got the tools. You can you can change that mindset, right? You've, well, because and it's I a always, choice. It's a choice, and I always <coughs> have that be the change you wish to see in the world. Yes, and I and I believe it starts with one person. Like it starts within you. Just be the beacon of light, and you can change everybody's day that you encounter. Yes, yes. Use every right? conversation. So be the yeah. Always be the always change. Be, yeah, be that light. Be that example. Even. And even more so, and that's the work in the face of adversity, in the face of somebody ego, you know, some, you know, that's the work is keeping yourself above the line in love and heart space, uh, even when people are icky or nasty to you. Oh, that's so hard. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But if you can just sustain that and and it is hard, it is, it is, I, I get it, I I get it. That's well, why when, create- because when, when someone rears their ego, it's hard. Oh. When, someone, when someone's ego rears, your ego wants to rear right back. Well, yeah, it's a defense mechanism, right? It is. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're Absolutely. Like, Whoop. But you can, in that moment, we talk, and we've talked about this in, in my template for transformation. It is that you, in that moment, have to have such a heightened awareness that you can go, ooh, yeah, no. And have, well, have the heightened awareness, get clear, first and foremost, get clear in who you are and how you're going to show up to that conversation. Go, you know what? And then language, language it with boundaries and say, yeah, this is how we're going to show up in this conversation. Let's, let's save it for another day or an hour or something. Right. Uh, Absolutely. And knowing, yeah, because when your ego comes out, like I find when my ego comes out, when does your ego come out? Is there a, is there like triggers that it comes out that you're aware Ab- of? Absolutely, I know what. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what my triggers are, and it's something I can't, I can, but I haven't worked through. And my ego rears its head whenever somebody is being unfair, or mm. I, I feel they're being unfair, or I feel like let's say somebody. Uh, tells a lie or spreads a rumor about me or accuses me of something I didn't do. And I'm not saying this happened recently, but since I was a little girl, right? So the unfairness, the unfairness, the unjust, unjust. Right. And I Mm. always am like, I'm always somebody who believes in do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Like that whole, like, don't be mean to somebody, you know, if you don't want to be treated like that. So when somebody like attacks me out of nowhere or, um, yeah, treats me unfairly. My, my trigger, my ego wants to fight, like fight back, right. To, to, to defend, to defend myself, to be righteous. Right. And, and to this day, I have a really hard time of, because I want 
to teach them that that's not true, right? Like that's, you're, you're lying or you're not being fair. And I feel like my ego feels like it's my job to correct their behavior. Oh, there it is right there. Okay. So it's when somebody's doing or being unjust to you or anybody else, it's like, oh, I got to show them how to truly behave or, or to behave better or something. Yeah. Yeah. And taking and that responsibility on for yourself. Absolutely. It's almost like I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you and change you. <laughs> I want to change their opinion or make them tell the truth or, you know, defend myself. Like it's that whole, like becoming defensive as well. <clears throat> right. Instead of being like, you know what? I know that's not true, but I'm just going to leave it. Right. Because I know it's not true. I don't even have to let it bother me. So I kind of have to, it's hard. What do you do in that? What would you do in that situation, Sue? Uh, well, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of specific situations where that would come up for me. Um, gosh, I would just have to go into my heart. I would just, I, and it's, it's a practice. It's a training. It's a ha it's a new habit you have to form instead of being in reactive mode. It's mm -hmm. like that, you know, it's like that analogy when I was talking about when I jumped out of the airplane. So I would have to keep my adrenaline down, do the, and just stay in my heart space as much as I could, even though my body and everything about me was saying, this is not what you should be doing. Humans do not jump out of airplanes. My mouth was dry. My heart was racing. I was shaking, you know. And it was everything that I can do. And I like that analogy because you can use that into everyday life, right? Right. And when your heart rate starts pumping, you get scared, you're fearful, you know that you've gone below the line. So you can at that moment go, okay, I got to take some deep breaths. These are the tools that you're asking for. So what do, you, what do I do in that moment? I, I just go right into my heart. I, I truly get the essence of love and... Um, I just go back to that space and it's not always easy. And then there's times where I just walk away too. And girl, you know, I got three teenage girls. I'm being triggered left and right. They're a great <laughs> mirror for me uh, and, and not being in reactive mode, you know, and that has been, I, that has been my hugest life lesson and right in my face. And I mean that in my face. Yeah, because you're, you're mindful. So you're being mindful, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, what's the mature thing to do, Nadine? That's what I always think. Oh. What's the mature, what's the higher ground, right? Like take the, what's the, and then usually <laughs> I, I know it and I still do the other thing. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. And I love that, but I think it's even more than the mature thing. I think, and I know you just use yeah. that as an adjective yeah. to describe because it's just, it is, you have to have such a state of yes. heightened awareness or you can shut down and go in denial. And there I, uh, that right now has been my biggest lesson because I find myself shutting down because, you know, there's some life circumstances and things that happen in my life or have been happening in my life. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shut down and not, I, I just don't have the capacity right now or the bandwidth to think about that. So I'm just going to shut down and go numb. And I just, and that's not a, a healthy space to be either. You, I, you want the frequency of love, but I am noticing in myself that it's very easy for me to just shut down. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of people go there. 
a lot of people shut it's down a- or, 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 you know, compartmentalize. Like, yes. I'm just going to put this in a box on the shelf and, and not deal with it. And I, sometimes I wish I was like that because I'm more the opposite where I'm so emotional that I have to deal with it right now. Right. Even when I wish sometimes I'm like, Oh, put it on a box and we'll deal with that later. I can't do that. I'm always like in the moment and I need to learn to, to quiet myself sometimes. Oh, you know, it's, yeah, but that's getting back. Yes, that's, yes, that's getting back into center. Absolutely. I get it. Okay. So we've got a phone call. Um, let's, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then, um, uh, we'll take a commercial break and then we come back. We're going to take, uh, our, our call. All right, guys, Sue Lundquist here, um, Gratitude Cafe. We've got the wonderful Nadine. I love you guys. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life. But there simply aren't enough people giving blood. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs it. But only about 3% of the population donates. Without more donors, hospitals may not have the blood needed to save lives. That's why the American Red Cross needs people to help restore the A's, B's, and O's that are depleting each day. When you make your appointment to donate blood at redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types, you can help give strength to kids, parents, and grandparents who face life and death challenges. From cancer patients to accidents survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Cause I'm lost in the way you move, the way you feel. One kiss is all it takes, falling in love with me. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, all your possibilities. One kiss is all you need. I love that song, Benny. Thank you, love. Oh, thank you. Okay, so welcome back, you guys. Sue Longquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We are taking calls today. So if you are just tuning in, you're 30 minutes late, but I love you anyways. Here is the phone number one. 888-298-5569. And of course, locally, 425-373-5527. Reminding all of you about my craziness to clarity, uh, the template for transformation essence of you program. You guys are shedding old beliefs and systems and fears and relationships and those experiences and old habits. And you need real life 3D practical tools that are going to help you sustain that mindset, those mindset tools of boundaries, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, the drunk monkeys. And if you're like going, what in the world is she talking about? Go to sulanquist.com forward slash C, the number two C, and you can see videos and testimonials of other people that I've coached when I'm on coaching and or the challenge. And Nadine's done it. She knows that there's Great value in that, and and it, and it's it's really valuable for people in transition, and um, and I'm speaking from personal experience because I created that for myself and all of my uh, clients. So go check it out. We have got a call, Benny. Oh, yep, sure. Sorry about that. I thought you were going. <coughs> Stephanie from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yay! Welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you guys? Good. Did you hear that, Nadine? It's Stephanie from um, Edmonton. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So why just okay? How can we be of service to you, love? So I was wondering about three things. My health, my about love, and about my business. So I wanted to see if you guys had any insight on those. Oh. <laughs> just the three, just no, just no, three no, simple no. little questions. Just no big three, deal. You know, <laughs> just, the three, just the three major things. I know, I know, I know major, right? major. <laughs> I love it, Nadine. How are, are you? Are you on, girl? I am. I am. So, uh, first thing that comes through is your mom, of course. Of course. And she, your mom comes through, but she's talking about an anniversary. So, what would the anniversary be? Okay, so my anniversary, my wedding anniversary is coming up. Okay, so she's talking about that. And so what is your connection with the love and the anniversary? So are things not going okay in your marriage right now? Because she feels concerned to me. Yeah, yeah. My husband has made a friend with a woman at work. Okay. A little concerned. It's concerning and and conflicting, but like it's causing conflict. Yeah. Okay. But there's nothing that has happened, is my no. feeling. No, no. There's nothing. So there's no evidence that anything has happened, yeah. and there's no and and he's reassuring you that there's nothing going on there, right? Correct. Yeah, we've had many conversations about this situation. Over the right, but it's still people. bothering you, and he has to work with her, and it feels like he works in close relation to her, right? So yeah. is she like always with him or a partner or something like that. Um. Yeah, he deals with her on a daily basis. On a daily basis. I feel like she um, is either not in a relationship or she's in a very unhappy relationship. Like, I feel like she's looking uh, for someone. So everything that's happening is coming. So I feel like what you're picking up is coming from her side of things. I don't feel that it's dealing. Yeah, she's dealing with her relationship with another woman. Like, she's having relationship problems with her other 
like her partner. Right. And so right. he's trying to help, I guess. Right. Right. Exactly. But it's it's causing conflict between you two, which it shouldn't. So it's like it's funny because he's trying to help with her relationship and in the meantime, it's causing conflict in your relationship. But he's kind of stuck in this in this in between place because your husband to me feels like he's very much a nurturer, kind of a people pleaser. And because he's with this woman every day, all day kind of thing with work, it's hard. He's kind of in a really <coughs> tough spot. So yeah. he really needs to come up with boundaries, like Sue always says, right? Like oh. he, has to, he has to create some boundaries with her he did. to be like, and he did. And does she keep overstepping the boundaries? No. No, okay. I know he's not. So, and I know he would never overstep any boundary in that portion. Like he's talked to this other lady about like, you know, this is just a friendship. I'm married. I have <clears> a loving wife. I've been together 25 years, you know, that sort of thing. Right. So, okay, so then so, what... It, yeah, go ahead, Sue. You go well, ahead. yeah, what what is it then that's triggering? What is it that's coming up for you that's creating this frequency of uncertainty? It's the fear of abandonment. The fear of abandonment. So what can you do? Okay, right. so, okay, brilliant. I am so proud of you for looking at that. Um, so what can you do in those moments that that fear of abandonment comes up for you? And have, have you communicated that to your husband? I have. I remind myself daily that this man is with me and he wants to be with me and he comes home every day to me. Well, that, okay, so that's be- that's beautiful. But what do what does Stephanie do for her, for her soul, for her heart to heal and release the abandonment issues? And girl, you're I, talking the same language. I get it. I, I understand the abandonment issues. Um, you know what? Talking to my psychologist is a really good thing because I do that almost like every week. I go see her and she helps with me just working through those emotions of, you know, it's not your fault. You were not the one, you know, you didn't do this to yourself. It was somebody else who did it to yourself, to you. And that, you know, you have to work through those emotions and make sure that you're stable. And I meditate a lot. I, I do meditate a lot. <clears throat> okay. So where are you at on the forgiveness spectrum of all of this? Forgiveness in yourself, forgiveness in him? I'm working on it. It's been a year, and I've forgived a lot of the stuff that's happened in my life. I, and it's right. Taken, it's taken some time. and continuing. Of course. Of but I've, course. I've done a lot of self-forgiveness. I've give, forgiven other people. I, you know, I've worked through those emotions. It's just this one with my dad is a major trigger, and that's going to have to work through. And I'm working through it with my psychologist, and it's been better. Good. So what emotion can you put in its place when abandonment issues or the image of your dad and abandonment comes up? What can you replace it with? Love. I'm trying to replace it with love, that it's a loving feeling that it's going to be it's okay. Okay. You know? So one, I, one, I'm very proud of you, Steph. I am so proud of you, Stephanie. Um, the word try has got to leave your vocabulary. It's, it's, you have to have so much conviction for yourself yeah. that you are going to have that self-love. It's just, that's the only way you're going to break that habit. That's the only way that you're going to break that frequency, um, what's happening in your body, because there's some kind of reward that you are getting for going into that frequency of abandonment with your father. There's something going on. So I would suggest really, you know, of course you're doing the work with um, your professional, which I'm a huge proponent of that. So congratulations. And then also keep up with the forgiveness, but 
really go into those moments when you are, when those feelings are coming up and replace it with love and trust. And for me, because I, when I first started the journey, I didn't really know what love and trust meant for me. I didn't have an essence of it. I didn't know what it felt like. But what I did know is I loved puppies and babies and those, that combination together and knowing that those puppy breath and babies giggling, that was pure divine love for me. So I put that in its place until I started having new experiences based around the old belief of abandonment. So creating not only, yeah, so what you're doing is you're putting love and trust in its place and then you're going to have new experiences that are going to back up the new love and trust that you are creating versus the abandonment. Okay. And also something keeps coming up with intuition. Are you, are you an intuitive or are there's, they're saying that you, yeah, keep, keep tuning in and listening to your inner voice and that knowledge in those moments. Um, and I, I think that conversation that we had this morning, Nadine was really powerful and having that discernment. How does that resonate with you, Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very intuitive and I need to start listening and I, I have to tune in more and I, and I have, and I, and I have been listening, but I have to pay attention a little bit more. To mm. so, yes. Yeah, so my deal with spirit or the divine, um, I said, okay, if, if my practice is going to be in, in awareness, um, and you're going to give me those signs, uh, let's make a deal. I will be in such awareness that I see those signs coming through or hear them like a song. They're saying music, like there's songs that come up for you. Is that true? Or there's going to be songs that come up for you? Yeah, yeah there was, you know, there was songs that triggered some memories of things mm-hmm. in the last few days. So, um, yeah, I have to start listening more. I was singing along going, oh, my God, I remember this. <laughs> mm. It was a trigger, and I started crying, of course. Oh, but that's, that's good. Okay. Cry, let it out. Absolutely. Yeah, I did. That's exactly what I did. Honey. And I knew I knew I knew I needed to do it. Oh, that's so. beautiful. Well, Steph, your mom is keep saying your mom keeps saying that um your husband is nothing like your father. Your husband is nothing like your father. So when you have these abandonment issues come up, you almost got to like tell them off. That's the feeling I'm getting. It's like, listen, like, you know, when they come up, you don't, you can have power over them. And sometimes going to love and trust. Yes. You should always go to love and trust. But sometimes for me personally, especially, and this is how they're making me feel because they use my own experiences when spirits talking. Sometimes you just got to tell them right where to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like yeah. if, if love and trust yeah. isn't working for you in that moment, say, listen, he is like, not what? my father. He is not my father. He is here for me. He's not going to abandon me. Yes. He needs to have boundaries with this woman and keep correcting. And, and this is affecting me because of whatever reason, but this isn't, you know, about him and what he's doing. This is about you and your reactions as you know that. Right. But sometimes right, exactly. it's just an irrational, it's irrational fear that is coming from our past and we have to take yeah the old limiting beliefs yeah oh yeah like sometimes sometimes getting into that power position of anger or i've had enough like for me personally that's can be more powerful for me sometimes to be like no no 
Yeah. Which I'm not, and, like, leave me alone. and just to remind yourself, right? He's nothing yeah. like my father. This man has never left me or let me down or abandoned me, and he never will. True. That's 100%. The combination of all, all I yeah. think, too. Yeah. And just stop right. stop that thought in its tracks. Yep. Because your, your mom is giving you advice, right? Your mom is all, she's so good at giving you advice. She's always yeah. giving you advice from the other side. Um, Business-wise, of course, you always have a whole bunch of ducks going. You always have multiple facets of things that are going on. But you always handle it. So even when you're feeling overwhelmed, just right. take a step back, take a step back, you know, and simplify things and in your mind, simplify things, um, yeah. write them down. She talks about writing it down, get it out of your head, yeah. get your worries out of your head. Yeah, um, journaling by journal- yes. Good. By journaling, by Good. writing it down, this is really powerful for you is to keep that journaling and to get out of your head. And yeah, she and says, you could do an audio app on your phone too, like when you're thinking it, just to get it out. Yeah, go ahead, Nadine. No, 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 that that's okay. And and another thing is to for you to have a boundary with your husband to not tell you things about work. Like, don't bring work home. Leave. Does that make sense? Outside, like not in our house. So he never brings it home unless I ask if that, if, you know, something concerning. That's what. I, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm saying don't bring. Like, he, he doesn't need to tell you about that girl, ever. No, he doesn't. Yeah. So, okay. this is, so this is just you making up scenarios in your mind, is it? Like, what about, is it about her no. that bothers you so much? Well, okay, guys, we've got we've got three oh, other people holding. Sorry. So we've oh, got sorry. two. Yeah, no, no, no. I know we could keep going on forever. I think, Steph, we've given you some really good, valuable tools and love. Um, please keep in touch with us and let us know how everything evolves. We love hearing from you. Um, let's go to our next caller, Benny. I believe it's Jess. Is that correct? No, it's actually Patricia from Bellevue. Thanks oh, Pat- for asking. Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, there we Hi. go. Patricia. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm fine, and this is my very first time listening to you, so I really don't, um, I'm not probably as organized as I should be, but I was listening to you and thinking, I need somebody to talk to about. I'm the kind of friend who opens up and loves people and enjoys life. And and then I have people turn on me, like behind my back, and start talking about me. And I have a new friend, and I want to know if I should keep her in my life. Relatively new. It's been over a year. But I noticed the same pattern happening again, and I know it is I that's creating this, but I don't know what to do about it. Boundaries, getting clear on Well, this... This is my 3D coaching hat coming on, and you can match that frequency in 5D, um, but boundaries. But first and foremost, even before boundaries, you've got to get clear on who you are and how you're showing up. And if you if you keep attracting these types of people into your life, there's something going on that you still need to learn. And I would suggest putting up some very strong boundaries, but you've got to get clear on who you are and how you are choosing to show up. Okay. Do you, are you familiar with that, how to do that? Just getting clear on who you are, just literally just asking yourself, who am I? How am I showing up? How do I want to, um, how do I want to behave in this situation? Do I want to um, show up in love and trust? Do I want to be reactive and confrontational? Um, am I putting up boundaries? And what do those boundaries really look like? What is a boundary to me? And get really clear on what that looks like. So you can move forward. I do all of that in the craziness clarity template. It's a, it, I do all of that. 
if that's of interest to you. Okay. So, so um, I'm, I, I get the boundary thing. Um, Are you comfortable do, with putting boundaries up? Pardon? Are you comfortable with putting boundaries up and the language around that? You know, probably not because I don't know what to say to somebody. I'm always so afraid I'm going to hurt their feelings. But when they start yep. talking about somebody else behind their back, I know that means that they're going to be talking about me. But I don't know how to tell them not to talk to me about that. So I would suggest saying to that person, you know, I, I understand that this could be important to you. Um, but right now, this type of conversation is not comfortable for me. It feels like, you know, you're talking behind their back. And if that's something that you need to address with XYZ person, not me. Oh, perfect. That, that is yeah. perfect. And Thank you. You just do it in above the line love. You know, one, you're taking care of yourself. Two, you're nipping it in the bud because you don't want to be interacting with that frequency or that language. And then you are also, which is even bigger, Patricia, setting an example for her. She's going to look at that and she's going to go, whoa, she put up something will reverberate in her body and go, oh, wow. OK, I did show maybe or maybe not somewhere. Somehow it'll it'll put a it'll put a tag on. So absolutely show up like that. Oh, that is so wonderful. I mean, that is like what I needed to hear. <laughs> oh, thank, I just, thank you. you know, I know that I really care about people, but then I, I allow them to walk over me because I don't have those boundaries. Yeah, I, and I get it because we're I'm a recovering people pleaser. I want people, you know, I I get it. Yeah. But, yeah, honey, you've got to have the oxygen mask on yourself first. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> we do, and you're beautiful and loving and nurturing, and that was something that I really love about myself. However, not with people that are going to take advantage of that. So oh. I've, I have, I've, and you know what? It's right in my own backyard, in my own family. That was the biggest. I was putting boundaries around everybody outside, and then I looked inside my own home, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So please look at boundaries. Nadine, do you have something to add? We've only got a couple more minutes. The thing, the thing that's most important is the language having that yes. language and that's why Sue's program um, really helped me because I'm a people pleaser to the max or I was a people pleaser to the max and uh, and and what it was is I didn't have the language to enforce those boundaries so the how to language, talk about it yeah how, how do how I to, communicate with being loving and, and nurturing without hurting their feelings or feeling I am hurting their feelings but still yeah. taking care of myself Absolutely. And learning, and learning to be more direct. Like I always would be apologetic for my feelings. Like, I'm so sorry. However, you know, instead uh -uh. of being like more like direct and people respect you, you'll find that people respect you more and believe you more. They'll uh, trust more you that you're direct. They'll trust you the more direct you are. And it's not about hurt feelings and you're not responsible for their feelings. Like That's I can on be, them. I can be as kind and as loving as possible when I deliver something and still hurt their feelings. Yep. Yep. So okay. that's you getting clear on how you want to show up. Okay. And if you want, and because you're a nurturer and a lover, uh, and I'm speaking for myself and of, of Nadine as well, you want to communicate in a loving, kind manner, yes. but also put up your boundaries. Okay. Isn't oh, that juicy, yeah. yummy stuff? It is. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so proud of you, Patricia. Okay, we've got one last caller, and we're going to jump on. We've only got like literally three and a half minutes, so we got to make this quick. Um, Benny? Yeah, Jess from Are Denver. We- Thank you, Jess. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm just going to give a quick um, put up of your program, Craziness to Clarity Challenge. I can't remember the last lady who called in, but I also did the Craziness to Clarity Challenge, and it will help greatly with boundaries and not just boundaries, but communicating your boundaries because I would always skirt around things. And now with Sue's expert help, I no longer have to skirt around it. I can just say it. So I am grateful for that. No more skirting, sister. All right. Do you have a question? Thank you so much for that, love. You're welcome. Um, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I took a new direction and my business made a big leap. And so really just any, I mean, any guidance on that is great. I heard a yes. Nadine, where are you? Yeah, he, I heard <laughs> a huge. I, I'm the same. I heard a huge yes. Good job. Excellent choice. You made the right move. And there's going to be more big jumps for you. Um, this is just one of many, and it's really, uh, it's going to be a lot easier for you to know when and how to take those jumps because it's going to feel really good, especially because it's like jumping out of the airplane, right? Once you yes. jump once, the second time, the third time it gets, it gets easier. So knowing that feeling and that, and that frequency, um, of taking that leap and knowing, you know, maybe jumping into the unknown in a sense, but still knowing in your heart that that's the right move and you made the right move. And to trust yourself Yay. because you're going to have more, you're going to have more jumps. Awesome. Yay. How does that feel? <laughs> so good. It was a big jump. It was also like the scariest jump I've made a big risk, but it's been feeling really good. So, Oh, keep and that frequency. Key. Keep that clarity of, you know, your Yay. intended outcome. Keep that frequency and then put it into your heart. Just keep it in massive gratitude. There's something yeah. to do with love. Love, too, is coming up for you. <laughs> love, Ooh. love, love. Yeah, I'm down to hear about that. You can... <laughs> you can <tell> me <laughs> yeah, I got love less is, than a minute. You guys got to roll quick. Yeah. Yeah, there's a major uh, shift in relationships. So something big is coming with that as well. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much, so much for calling. And Jess from Denver and all of you, Stephanie, Patricia, thank you so much for trusting in myself and Nadine and allowing us the space to love on you, to coach you, to give you messages. Um, we are absolutely of service and we, um, we absolutely love what we do and we love you. So get in contact with me, sulanquist.com. And of course, you can find Nadine on Facebook and all my links that I have her. It's Nadine LaGreca. She's the only one on Facebook, so look her up. Next week, we have a very special guest, and that, I believe it's the 6th. Is that the 6th? Yeah, the, a special guest. And we are going to talk about grief retreats, and then we're going to talk to Paula and her new book and a bunch of other great uh, tips and tools on how to get through grief. And grief shows up as a big umbrella, so make sure that you tune in for next week's call. Until next time, you guys, I love you, and you are a gift. So get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the gratitude cafe. 
Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.